0: This is the Cherished You Podcast. I am your host, Rama. Today we're talking about the last stages of energy transmutation. Um, I call this one release. And it's also, um, just to counteract what I just said, it is not the final stage. It is the last stage that I am going over, but this is not exactly like an endpoint in your in your process, in your healing process, like somehow you get to this, and all of a sudden you're done. Like I stated a few episodes ago, when I first started this series, these these energy states they they coexist with 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 each other, and then within us. So you could be simultaneously grounding and releasing at the same time. This actually happens a lot. Um, you could be integrating and um, releasing at the same time you can be activated and be integrating at the same time so these guys coexist a lot within each other because very rarely does stuff kind of work sequentially Um, there is order to things but there's not necessarily an order that they go in so there's you know there's it's really important to have that kind of um, distinction in your mind as to how um how to take in what it is that i say Um, release, uh, like I said, is, um, kind of the last one in this, in this series, we've done grounding, activation and integration and release is just as important as all the other phases. And I would also sometimes argue while integration is my favorite, um, release is likely the most important, because when you release energy, especially when we're talking about childhood trauma energy that is living within us, when you release energy, you're, you're kind of pressing a reset button on your nervous system. You're able to tell your nervous system, okay, this thing that used to get you activated to go into protect mode now... At, at the very least, you won't have to go into that mode. It's not necessarily that the imprint is gone. That doesn't really happen, um, particularly in our minds. But your nervous system, your actual nerves and the response that they have, it, when you release an energy, it allows you to A, bring in new thought patterns um, around that trigger, whatever it was, and give yourself um, a new way of approaching that particular thing. And then also your nervous system now no longer has to have that heightened, I need to protect this human reaction. It's all, Release is also really important because you cannot incorporate or embody a new energy frequency if you are still holding on to the old ones. And this will make sense to those of you who kind of do, um, it's this is, it sounds woo, but it's actually more like scientific, um, personal growth where you do actually think of, um, think of your body as holding a bunch of energies because everything in our body does vibrate at a different frequency. Um, trauma vibrates at a lower frequency in order to allow a higher, more, um, more unified, Frequency into your body, you have to actually release the trauma ones, Um, and you can't, you can't, your body won't be able to sustainably hold on to a new, whether it's a way of thinking, a way of living, a habit. um, Those are kind of like the physical manifestations of these energies, but you won't be able to incorporate this new version of yourself without a first getting rid of or releasing. the the energy that preceded it that that stimulated the growth but also you that no longer is needed to live within your body while energy is infinite energy goes on forever energy never um never dies our body is a container for that energy and in itself is finite there's only a limited amount of space within your body for it to hold Um, energy. So if you want to be at a higher frequency you have to be able to release the lower ones and that usually is um, in regards to our childhood and childhood trauma. Uh, Release also requires a ton of self-care because it is that kind of like window period where you can redefine how it is that you handle life, how whatever, whatever forms life takes with you. So for example, you, um, I, I just actually recently went through, um, a release pattern. I actually did hear my own voice in my head as, as I was going through it, which was kind of funny, but as, um, I was, I, I was trying to, I was incredibly activated and and triggered after a conversation, and I was trying really, really hard to get myself to calm down, and I couldn't. I literally, even before the argument, I was having a lot of trouble getting a full breath. I noticed myself breathing from my chest, which I don't normally do. Um, I could not get a deep breath, so I was kind of already primed, um, for whatever reason it was, I was already primed to... um, be a quick trigger um if given the opportunity to get triggered i was going to be a quick switch anyway even though within my body i felt calm Uh, this is an important thing to understand that as you go forward um with your healing and as you move kind of past the beginner stages and you get to kind of like an intermediate quote unquote level you do start you are able to kind of do a quick self-assessment on yourself and able to realize that the, yes, there are certain signals your body is sending you that maybe something's up, but you're not really feeling it. You're not like a vibrating un uh, ungrounded wire kind of deal, you know. You, it's like the rest of you can be calm and you can just notice. Okay, I'm breathing really shallow right now. Why am I breathing shallow? Is there is something happening right now? Is um you know am I is because you know there's dust flowing in my air, in, my, in around me, and I can't get a deep breath. Or am I was I running really fast, or is my body reacting to something that I don't know is there? It's also eclipse season, so this kind of stuff kind of happens more regularly around this time. Whether into that kind of woo or not, I will introduce that at a later point. But um, that it will tend to bring up. Um, uh, astro-, astro, astrological and astronomical events can bring up. Um, certain things within your body your body will react to how the physical entities around you are are um are moving and interacting with themselves so you will react to that too and sometimes it can just be a benign thing like i have um heightened anxiety because someone around me is really anxious and i unconsciously picked up on that Um, but i was by myself and i noticed that i couldn't get my breath and i was like okay and i worked really hard and i was able to get a few deep breaths but not as much as I would have liked. Um, and then, um, I get triggered in a conversation and also now I am very, very upset. And I, even while I'm upset, um, I know that my work is working for me because I was, even while I was set, I could hear a calm voice in my head being like, okay, this is not about right now this this reaction that you're having is not about the conversation you're having right now. This is triggering a old childhood wound you have and that's why you're reacting this way. So I kind of just gave myself some space. I got some support for me, for someone to hold space for me while I kind of just, I literally like released it out. I cried myself to, like to death. I it, it, it was pretty bad and it took a while. Usually there is this kind of, um, I don't even know, um, the right term for it, but there's kind of this colloquial sense that an average emotion lasts about 90 seconds. If you allow yourself to feel in somatic healing, kind of this comes up a lot. Um, this is true. If it's just the current moment, if you have generational trauma, if you have childhood trauma, that reaction time can be prolonged because you're not just reacting to a specific emotion in the moment. It is bringing up, um, the emotions that you're constantly having to process in that second are going to be from deep within you quite literally. Like, it's like you're being gutted out with this energy that you have to like then release through your eyeballs. And that when you're doing trauma work, that's why sometimes the emotion lasts longer than that, lasts longer than 90 seconds. It can last five, 10 minutes until you're fully able to kind of come back into your body and understand that, okay, now I can just be and like sit with this experience of having emptied myself out that way. And that's because it's it's not just a current emotion. It's all the other times that you felt this emotion and couldn't process it. It's all the times that the people before you might have felt this emotion and they couldn't process it, so you're processing it for them too. Um, ancestral trauma and, and childhood trauma manifests like that, especially during the release stage that's why it's really crucial to know that once you get through that if you if you are able to either hold space for yourself or have somebody like I did which is like call someone I called my therapist real quick and I was able to get her and she was she was just on the phone with me and literally just held space just listened to me cry my guts out for like 15 minutes and it was like sobbing it was like i like i could i knew that i even I, even while I was going through it, I consciously registered that I was um, expending and, and expelling all of this old energy that was living in me that held on to this belief that I wasn't good enough. And it was it was so deep-seated. Now, now, to be clear, I didn't get rid of all of it today, but I got rid of a big chunk of it that's been wanting to come out for a while and I haven't been able um, to give myself the space to do it. And most likely because I didn't have the tools, I wasn't ready to. And so self-care after that point, after like I finished that whole process and I, you know, got off the phone with my therapist and I kind of let myself calm down and went and did something and I was like, okay, what do I do now? And I really needed to show myself in that moment. Now, this is something you learn over time. Uh, And I've had a lot of coaches help me out with myself with this. I've helped other people with this, uh, understand this about themselves. Once you go through release, how do you know what you need? How to, what questions to ask yourself to find the answer to that? How to read your body to understand what it needs. And I knew two things. I needed to um, take care of some pending chores that I hadn't done um, that would help me feel relaxed enough to be able to then go and do the thing that I know would help me most, which was go work out. I didn't work out the day before I needed to work out this day. So I was like, I really need to go and show myself that I am strong, that I am strong enough to deal with this stuff that's coming out of me. I am strong enough to, um, to then do the necessary things so that it doesn't live me anymore. And I'm also strong enough to show up for myself and like, let this new version of me become reality. So that was, those, those two things were really important. I needed to do something that had been pending on me, that was weighing on me, that I needed to get rid of, that I needed to complete because it was causing some sort of unnecessary anxiety that I didn't need. And then I needed to show up for myself, um, in a way that sent my brain a message that look, you're okay. That, that inner child that just cried her guts out, she knows she's taken care of. And so I did my dishes that I hadn't done for a couple of days, they were just kind of sitting there. And so I did my dishes and then I went and worked out. And doing those two things, I am, I was significantly calmer afterwards, um, uh, much more grounded and centered. And also, um, I felt like I was moving in the right direction for what I was hoping to get out of that whole situation. I can now look back on that and be like, okay, I'm grateful that I was able to get through it. It sucks that I had to, but you know, grateful that I got through it. And then I did the aftercare as, um, as, that was as important as the, as doing the releasing itself. If I had just kind of gone and laid down and I woke up and my dishes still weren't done and I still hadn't worked out and I was still sitting, um, you know, feeling I would, I would have woken up kind of feeling a little bit like a failure. Like I had this moment where I could have given myself just a little bit of, um, a push in the, in the direction that I want myself to go in. And I squandered it Sometimes it does feel like that when you, when, when, when you don't, when you don't take the aftercare as, um, as, a as, a, as, a, as important as the release itself. Um, the, the thing with release that is really kind of important, um, and I think integration, it pops up a little bit in integration, but I think in release because it is release as in an and of itself is not a very pretty, um, stage. You're not, um, you can't face mask your way through it. You can't, it doesn't Instagram well. Um, it doesn't, um, it's not, it's just, it's very ugly. It, it's, you're, you're sitting there, you're very raw, you're very vulnerable because you are having to now, you have to feel the field thing to get, to get it to come out of you. There is no other way. And, So there's this stage kind of is also a kind of muscle building exercise and self-compassion and self-acceptance. Can you see yourself at your worst and be okay with it? Can you see yourself at your worst and let yourself be that until you're ready to come out of it? Because once, if you do it right, it does end. The stage just ends. This this one is actually probably one of the few stages where um, there is a, beginning and an end to it but definitely an end the beginning can can be kind of iffy but in some cases but the end is definitely clear when you're no longer holding on into that energy and sometimes you do feel a little bit hollow afterwards um that's why the the self after the uh, aftercare is so important with release because if you um because you just purged all this energy out of you if you don't then go in and incorporate because again nature abhors a vacuum. So you can't just have empty space floating around in your body. You have to give it some sort of information to fill that void that it just created. Otherwise it will fill it itself with something else, which which most likely won't be what you're looking for. And the aftercare is, that's why the aftercare is so crucial with, with is because you are then inputting the information you want. Now you're not going to do everything that that version of you wants to do, but you just need to take one step in that direction, just one. And that is enough just to give a fill that void and B give your brain the information that it needs to be like, okay, so this is what I do now. This is the new way that I'm going to, um, do this, pathway so that it can start carving that literal, like quite literally start carving a new neural pathway for that version of you. The old one will still be there, but we want it to kind of like get glossed over and a little bit and not be as deep of a groove and start grooving this new one. And that's why with release, it's so important. And anything that will extend the self-compassion, the self-acceptance with that will make it overall an, um, and these experience for you next time you have to go through it. So that is kind of the gist. Um, the other thing I will say is that when you are doing the aftercare, you want to make sure you don't invalidate where you are. So yes, we're trying to make sure that your, that your brain and your body has the energetic information it needs to move on to this next version of you. Okay, great but we don't want to do it at the expense of neglecting um that maybe right now you're still feeling sad it's not this heavy thing that you need to release it's not this burden that needs to come off of you but within your body you might still be feeling some grief um there might still again be some sadness and that's okay but the we don't necessarily need to be joyful to to embrace the next step that's gonna take us to the next version of ourselves. Um, we just need to allow space for both things to coexist at the same time. You can go work out and still be crying, but knowing that this is the thing that's gonna help you get to the other side of the crying is is okay, which is honestly what I did. Um, you can go and um, connect with a friend and still be crying about it but you know just be happy to have the connection if that's what you need and then um, again a lot of these terms will come will make more sense when I go into the self-care um, part of this series um, but hopefully that um, all of that information kind of gives you a little bit of, a, um, of an idea of how to work with release. Now like, like I said in the beginning Release is not like necessarily the final stage um, of all this, but you know, know, we have grounding, activation, integration, and release, and we, you kind of like flow through these. You're not really stuck in one phase for all that long. You can kind of have one foot in one and one foot in another phase at the same time. Sometimes you might flow through all of them over the course of a day or sometimes in an hour. So there's really not, um, the the human constructs of time and space do not apply here. these are fluid stages, and really, this what I'm trying to do here is provide you with some language so that you can, um, when when you're kind of processing what you've what you experience, you're able to give it some some sort of vocabulary, um, and to be able to intellectualize what you went through. Do not intellectualize as a way of avoiding to go through it. It won't work. (laughs) That's not the point. This is kind of like, okay, I just went through this thing and I need to make sense of it. I don't even know where to start this. Hopefully this series will give you the language that you need to be able to do that. Um, all right. So thanks so much for listening to all of these episodes. The next part I will be doing are going to be the self-care pillars. And there's a, there's five of them there. Um, And, um, hopefully that will help make sense of some of the stuff that I talked about, um, during these energy phases, but it's really important to kind of get these down because when I talk about the self-care pillars, um, I'm going to be talking about these energy phases a lot. So I really wanted to get this kind of baseline knowledge out there for anybody who might need it. Um, I'm looking forward to kind of getting through the educational, episodes that I'm making right now and then get to some more of the conversational ones. Um, But um, I do appreciate everyone's patience with, um, if you're listening to all these, I really hope it's helping. Um, Please leave me some feedback. I really, I'm very open to learning about how I can help people help themselves. Um, And um, I will talk to you guys next week. Thanks so much. Thanks so much for listening to the Cherished You podcast. If you could please leave me a review, um, subscribe and share. It really helps get the podcast out to those who it will help the most.